Hello and welcome to the OneTrust Talks Tech Podcast. This is episode number 23, recorded on November 28th, 2023. My name is Roger Dean and I work at, on the product team here at OneTrust and I'm the host of this podcast. Today's episode, I'm going to review the new features that came out in the 2023 11.1 release, which started rolling out on November 17th. We did have a few new features in public preview, so I'll cover these as well, uh, as well as the ones that are generally available. As always, just a quick reminder, this podcast reflects OneTrust's current expectations for product capabilities. Be advised that dates and features may be subject to change and should not be relied upon when making purchasing decisions. All right, starting off, I'd like to cover a couple new Tier 1 or Tier 2 features that are now in public preview in the 2023 11.1 release. Starting with ESG, we have a new Carbon Management Attribute Manager, and this will allow users to create their own attributes for their emission factors and transactions and will allow for a more robust ESG sustainability reporting process as well as identifying risks and gaps unique to each company. And just a reminder, if you're interested in seeing these new features in public preview, just talk to your OneTrust rep and they can get those turned on for you in your environment. Now let's move on to the new features that are all generally available in the product. So starting with AI governance, we have a one new feature, Save View of Inventories. This will allow users to create an easily accessible snapshot of applied filters and visible columns to surface content of interest across different sessions and devices. Moving on to audit management, one new feature there, advanced workflow review. This enhancement will allow users to view the full history of review decisions and comments on the new workflow approval tab. In cooking and scent, there is one new feature, the US-based scanner. With this new scanner, you can, well, you can now select between US-based or Europe-based scanning locations when launching website scans. When you select this UA-based scanner, you will get a more detailed insight into which tracking technologies are active for your US visitors. In integrations, we have one new feature as well, the new hourly schedule built-in trigger. This helps automate routine actions on an hourly frequency to refresh OneTrust or the given third-party system with new data. Customers can use this new frequency option by updating, saving, then activating existing workflows. In IT and security risk management, one new feature there as well, it's called New Risk Automation Rule Action. This enhancement will allow users to create automation rules to reopen risk and send risk emails. In PIA and DPI automation, one new feature, apply filters to relationship questions in templates. This will allow you to conveniently narrow down your selection of source and target objects when configuring relationship questions. In policy management, one new feature there as well called published version column. On the configure document list screens, you're now able to view the new published version column that displays the version number of the latest published document. The attestation list screen now includes a version column that displays the latest published version of the document associated with the attestation. In privacy rights automation, we have a new feature called apply filter to the response template list. The following columns and their associated values can now be applied as filters. The date added, date modified, last modified by, organization, and source. In third-party due diligence, we have two new features. The first is CPI scores for third parties. This enhancement allows users to assign a CPI score based on the country assigned to the third party. The second new feature is third-party due diligence assessments and reports. With this feature, you can now create a PDF report using third-party due diligence data. 
In third-party risk management, we have a couple new features as well. New show, skip, and logic operators. This enhancement will allow users to select from the following list of operators when configuring show, skip, logic rules to display specific questions based on template responses. You have equal to, not equal to, does not contain, contains all, or contains any. The second new feature in the third-party risk management is assign user groups via workflows. This enhancement allows users to assign a user group created in global settings as the assignee, approver, or recipient in workflow stage rules. Moving on to universal consent and preference management, we have a few new features here. The first is disable OneTrust embedded web forms via CMP. With this enhancement, users are able to easily view and control which embedded web forms are loaded by cookie scripts, simplifying audit process. The second feature is multiple identifiers for data subjects. This will allow you to assign multiple identifiers to a single data subject with ease within the application. With this enhancement, consent admins can add, edit, or remove additional identifiers for a data subject on the data subject detail screen, manage multiple data subject identifiers of the same type on the edit identifiers modal or on the data subject detail screen, Search for data subjects by an additional identifier on the data subjects screen to view a data subject's profile and details collected through the primary identifier and any additional identifiers for the given data subject. Search for data subjects on the receipt screen using any of the data subject identifiers to view receipts related to the primary identifier and any additional identifiers for the given data subject. View transactions made across all identifiers for a data subject on the Transactions tab of the Data Subject Details screen. And finally, merge data subjects on the Edit Identifiers modal on the Data Subject Details screen, which will consolidate existing purpose statuses captured across the different identifiers into a single data subject profile. The final new feature in Universal Consent and Preference Management, and actually the final new feature for everything, is enable multiple data subject identifiers on collection points. You can now select multiple data subject identifiers on collection point. This enhancement allows consent admins to include more than one data subject identifier when setting up a collection point, indicate which data subject identifier will be the primary identifier of the data subject, select the email identifier type to which double opt-in emails are sent, consolidate data subject records with additional identifiers regardless of the order in which the data subject identifiers were created, Review a consolidated list of transactions and profile history for merged data subject records. Allow users with multiple identifiers to sign into a preference center with any identifier by using magic links. And select which email identifier to use when sending consent acknowledgement emails to data subjects. That's going to wrap it up for this week. Kind of a short podcast, but I uh, just needed to get through the, the 2023 11.1.0 release. Next release is coming out in December, so we'll have an episode following that with all of the new features and also the new public preview features, if there are any in that release. Just as a reminder, if uh, you don't know what I'm talking about when I say feature tiers and public preview and all that, just check out the podcast from last week where we go over all the new terminology and and the new release process that that we are implementing at OneTrust. And uh, we're, we're getting through that. We're, we're making some great progress. So I'll continue to update how I uh, speak about new features and what gets reported on. Thanks again for listening. Uh, as always, just please, if you have any comments, feedbacks, or requests, please email me at podcast at Thanks again, and we will talk to you next week. <laughs>